Welcome to True and Unpolished. Through this podcast, our intention is to uplift, amuse, and inspire you to create more of a life you'll love. Let's get authentic, everybody. Hello, everybody. You want to say hi, Mayor? Hi, Mayor. (laughs) Do you like when I call you Mayor? I don't. I mean, yeah, I like nicknames. I think they're fun. I do too. And I don't know if I'd ever be able to stop doing it. So I am so loving this new format and much of it was your idea. So I am super grateful. Like I am loving this format. Yeah. Well, I was very inspired, you know, so I know I can tell it shows. So mayor, tell us, tell us our theme for today. We know that we're going to follow our format, but what's our theme today? We're kind of talking, going to talk about explore the idea of letting go, which I think goes nicely with autumn. One of the things that I wanted to kind of talk about before that is in creativity, there are four stages and Um, I think they're very much like the four seasons and so the fall of creativity is a stage of preparation and it's a time for gathering Um, it's a time of abundance and it's a time where inspiration happens but one of the things that I think is important is knowing that if we have stuff that we're holding on to, then we can't open ourselves to receive the abundance. And then we just end up with clutter and stuck energy. So the letting go piece is really important in this preparation stage because, you know, you're kind of cleaning out the old so that you can actually make way for inspiration and the kind of gathering of information and that sort of thing. Um, Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I have a true story about that. So when I say true, I mean, uh, true to myself, true to my journey, true to my experience. Um, That is how I see it and interpret that part of our title and format. Well, I think that's a good way to interpret it. It is. It really is. I'm, I'm quite smart. <laughs> you are. You're so smart. <laughs> so, okay. So here's my true moment. Uh, I know that I have mentioned it. I've mentioned that I resigned uh, and, you know, it's been grief, right? I just have had a lot of grief and I've also had a lot of amazing things happen too, but there's been this grief and part of that grief is around how I feel I was treated really poorly. I, you know, by people whom I loved and trusted and I, it's betrayal is the word I have felt betrayed. So that's been my story. Well, I talked to my therapist yesterday. Uh, I've actually talked twice about this, um, with my couple, once with my couple therapist and once with my personal therapist. Yes, everybody. I have that many therapists. Uh, and it's helpful I, to talk to a lot of people. It is. It is. To it be is. able to let go, you know? Yes, that's right. I have, you know, I have big, big troubles apparently. So I need. It's part help. of the process. It is. And I just want to say everybody hashtag get a therapist. Like everybody should have one. So, uh, and Mary's free 
not free of charge, but she's available. So reach out to her. Well, I'm doing coaching more now, which I think is, uh, you know, for a kind of a different where people are in a different place. Maybe you've done a lot of therapy and um, I have a therapy background, but that's here nor there. So (laughs) go ahead with your true. Okay. Hashtag get a coach. (laughs) That's what Uh, but not uh, just any coach, not just any coach again, that's here nor there. (laughs) So talking to her and then the other therapist, because I know that I really want to get my part of this. I want to own my part in all of this mess because I don't want to create it again. I am committed to taking a fearless inventory of my role in all of it. The part that's true is something that she said to me and it hit me. She felt that I should not focus on how everything ended. Yes. Because the universe had wanted me not to have that job anymore. And right. This was the only way it was was time to go. It was the only way it was going to happen. I wasn't going to quit. And they weren't going to fire me and it's, it had to implode. It had to happen this way. And yeah. when I said it, I went, oh yes, that is right. And so in order to be true to myself, I am letting go of the story of the ending. I am yes. act and it's so funny because as soon as I decided to do that, someone involved in the whole thing began texting me yesterday, like over and over, you know, we were having a, a, really big conversation via text and I realized oh am I serious about it or not you know am I serious about letting this go and being true to myself and what comes next for me by letting go of the ending story so I said yes I'll do that oh and side note oh no I won't do a side note that's well what I was gonna say I mean what I was thinking about while you were talking and telling the story is it is a beautiful story so to hold on to just the ending right then you erase the rest of the beauty of that story you know the way that you came into that job what all the events that led you to that place yeah and a lot of stories that end relationships that end there's a lot of beauty in the journey yes and i think recognizing that most relationships do end yeah i mean that's the truth and it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing it's just a part of the the experience of life is that people yes. come in to our lives for a season yes for a season for the fall season Right. Right. So, and this is a good time for letting go. And, you know, we were, we were looking at, we were talking about Mercury retrograde earlier and it's happening now. It happens several times a year and everybody like freaks out, like, you know, Mercury retrogrades coming. And I never even remembered hearing about it until the last several years I mean at growing up I never heard of of it but I but I do I do think there's something to it the energy is different but I think just like with with the relationship thing it is an it is a time because the energy is different it's a time 
for trying on new ways of being. Mm -hmm. And so it disrupts the status quo through, you know, technology or communication and that sort of thing. And, and so we have to kind of look at what's going on in our life, make assessment, that sort of thing. But it's an opportunity to kind of shift yeah. into some new way of being. And can I say that I always chalked Mercury uh, retrograde up to kind of woo-woo stuff because I've never really been into astrology or whatever. And I just kind of, and, and really I was, I didn't know about it. And yeah. then I realized, so I'm talking to all of you who might think, uh, not really, uh, just like the moon controls the tides and creates tides. Like we are not separate from this planet. Like we are not separate from life. And of course the planets shifting is going to do things to us. And, you know, we're going to experience some sort of mm, energetic shift. Yeah. I mean, yes, 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 yes. Something is going to shift within us as they shift. That's what I meant. Our body is made primarily of water, just like the ocean. And so of course it's going to, you know, those um, things are going to have an effect on our internal, as well as everything in that's happening in the world. Right. And just FYI, it's over October 18th until the next time. But there is a shadow period. Yes. There, the, and I don't know the exact dates of that, but that time is, there's still a little sensitivity to the whole thing. So got it. do you want to ask me about my unpolished? <laughs> I, I do want to ask you about your unpolished. I thought you did. Uh, you could feel it. You could feel it. What about your unpolished moment? It is not a moment. I think um, what I was, what I was kind of thinking about this morning, cause I've had, I've had a shift in the past week or so with my own, what's happening in my own experience. And what I, what I've been doing is um, it has to do with just kind of a routine, but changing my routine. And I really enjoy being in my yard and gardening and that sort of thing. And so I was weeding the, the, my flower beds. So I, and they were so overgrown, which made me think about this whole idea of letting go. And I think my, the, the, the unpolished truth for me is that I'm just, I'm unpolished myself. Um, I'm messy and, you know, I have all these weeds everywhere in, and and I think that, you know, looking at my gardens or my flower beds that are overgrown, you know, is a reflection of what happens internally. I, I did that. I pulled the weeds and, and I, and what I've committed to is just 15 minutes a day to work in my yard for 15 minutes, because I figured it's like meditating. If I do that for 15 minutes a day, then I can look back over time and see progress. Oh, beautiful. I want to tell you, remind you that that's what you wanted to create more of last in the last episode. He said, I need to, you know, spend time in the garden and distract myself member and you're doing it. Yes. So yeah, that was, that was part of what I came up with is just this 15 minutes a day. 
And then after I was done with that, my desk was messy. Mm -hmm. And so I, I spent the morning cleaning my desk after, after that. And I feel so much better, which is kind of what led me to this whole concept of letting go and, you know, the preparate, you know, thinking about the preparation phase and creativity that we have to clear the old out and let go of the old so that the new can come in. Amen. That is so true. That is so true. And you can experiment with that. If you go to your closet and you give some clothes away, you watch how clothes just start coming. I'd, I'm really good at abundance with clothes because I'm really good at giving it away. My family was just here and I gave them like, I gave them all kinds of things. That's what I always yeah. do. Yeah. That's awesome. So now you have some room. I, do. I think I'm going to go through and do that every day for a little while, like just kind of the clearing, cleaning closets and that sort of thing, because I'm not, I mean, I am, like I said, I am unpolished, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a slob, but it can it can catch up with me very easily. So um, yeah, yeah. I've learned how to be disciplined and that does help, but I'm not, you know, not always. Can I, I kind of want to do over with my true moment. Can I, can I do another true moment? <laughs> yeah. Just like, or should I say more truth out there? <laughs> That'd be great. Um, well, okay. You know what? It's related to what I want to create more of. So I'll wait until we are at that portion of the show. Have we arrived at that portion of our show, Mary? Well, I think we can do whatever we want. <gasps> we can because it's our show. Right. So, so yes, we are at the create more portion of the program. Awesome. Okay. So I, uh, and see, it's wonderful because it's both true and a create more moment. Okay, good. I'm so glad we've arrived at that portion of our show, Mary. So this combines a true moment and a create more moment. This is what I want to create more of. Uh, my family is just here, as I said, and my mother, who is a beautiful, I mean, so kind, such a kind soul, uh, who I admire very, very much. Uh, we had a moment, uh, and it's a moment that has come up you know, before in the past. And it was around, you know, and I, I've talked about this, um, you know, there was some dysfunction and a lot of pain in my childhood. What my son calls my backstory. He says that my backstory is so sad. In any case, it's not, and it's not all sad, but uh, he finds it quite sad. So, um, and I, oh, that's really a profound statement I know for I him think, to make yogi he's a little yogi is what he is yeah I mean he just he'll slam some truth on you you know what we need to have him on the show he'll give you some let's truth. do it he'll give you some truth uh, I would love that I would too y'all would too anyway so uh we had a moment and my sister and I were I actually told my sister the story of him saying that. And she said, oh, I just love him. And I said, I know. And my mom said something that she has said many, many times. Anytime it feels like anytime my sister and I bring up that we had a painful backstory. <laughs> my mom says, essentially, it wasn't as bad as mine. And she's right. I mean, well, I don't know if she's right, but I do know that she had a very, very hard uh, backstory as well. 
But as soon as she said it, I stopped and I said, mom, please don't ever say that again. When you say that is invalidating my pain and there is no hierarchy of pain. Pain is pain. It hurts. Your pain hurts the exact right. same way my pain hurts. Uh, and she said, of course, as she does, cause she's beautiful and open. She said, you are right. I am so sorry. You are right. And that's what I want to create more of. I want to create more of loving boundary setting, loving standing up for myself. Uh, you know, it's, it's a way in which I haven't always shown up for me. I have, you know, and part of what, you know, transpired with work had to do with the same thing. I wasn't standing up for myself. I wasn't, you know, saying this is too much. Uh, you know, I, I didn't. So I want to create more of loving, lovingly setting boundaries and advocating for myself. You're really good at that. Well, I don't know if I, I mean, I'm, I'm good at saying no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know if the loving part, sometimes I might get a little bit off, but I mean, that's, that is always my goal and, you know, desire is to do it lovingly, but I don't always succeed at that. Yeah. I think that the reason why, one of the reasons why that has been challenging for me is because I have always, well, not always, but I did have a, uh, an incorrect understanding of what humility is because humility, um, you know, people tend to think of it as, you know, um, I bow to you. Uh, I see you as great. Yes. Uh, and I think that the true definition of humility is me understanding that I am, I am the best person I know, but I am not the best person that anybody else knows. Right. You know, it's, it's, you have to have that there for true humility to happen. And so now that I have that new definition, I am able to go, oh, right. Right. It's honoring yourself. It's not, I mean, I think that old definition of humility is you get out of the other person's way. Right. And yeah, they can that's do a- anything, you know, an eye for an eye, yeah. that sort of um, mentality, which is not an eye for an eye. Give wow. the shirt off your back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And also the last shall be first and the first shall be last because the, you know, in the Bible, it says the meek shall inherit the earth. And I think that that's true. And I also think that we have a faulty definition for it. Right. I think it, uh, well, you know, there's, uh, Jesus had two commandments to love God Mm -hmm. with all your heart. And to love your neighbor as yourself. And I think that has been misinterpreted to right. mean love your neighbor more than yourself. Right. But the terminology is as yourself. Yeah. So yeah. that means love yourself too, right? Right. And because truly you can't love somebody else until you love you. You know, love is right. you extend. It's not something that... Um, you can manufacture for other people. Like it has, it's an inside job. You extend the love that you hold in yourself for yourself to other people. And that's them 
experiencing your love. And it's tricky to do. Mm -hmm. Amen. um, So I, I, um, I've really been working on opening this whole year, but really because it's the end of the year, I'm like, oh crap. (laughs) I I have only have a couple months left to do, to get this right. Of course, that's not true, but whatever. Um, so I, I really kind of recommitted to this idea of, of being open. And so I, I think setting boundaries is good. And also I need to like, not necessarily set a boundary every, every time yeah so that I can be more open to what Mm -hmm. what might come in so yeah and I think you're doing that with the closets with the garden like you you you're opening space I'm opening space yeah Yeah. and so that I think for me the the letting go piece is really important right now so um and I think it's a a constant, you know, we're constantly bringing new things in, new energies coming in, new physical objects are coming in. And so to, to be, be more routine about cleaning out and letting go Mm -hmm. is, is my intention right now. And, and I think also one of the things that I like to do is do it intentionally and, and sort of in a meditative state and so like when I'm weeding the garden you know saying I'm weeding the garden of my mind Mm. is a is a way that I a thought that I like to kind of have running through my mind and actually I I, I'm going to just mention that I have that phrase on one of my mandalas and I've been working on uploading my mandalas to a new platform on Redbubble. Oh. And so um so you can get that there yes. along with a bunch of other mandalas. So I'm excited about that. I just thought I would mention it. Yes. And yes. I wanted to mention is I do have those ritual kits that I've talked about before. And I'm uploading that new um it's an abundance kit. Oh nice. And so I love the fall because it is a time of it's like a, a a time of cycling in of the the new and while simultaneously letting go like there's a death and also this period of abundance and gratitude mm-hmm. and so um so these abundance kits are really cute because they have little mini- miniature tickets and affirmations and like a oh, check cool. and so that you can actually make sort of uh, intent intention um, about what you want to prepare for, what you want to manifest, and um, so check those out. Yes, too. and we can do a link, and I want one. So, um, okay, okay, yeah, I definitely do. I love the ritual kits. I love doing them. So, this has been wonderful as always. T- totally helpful. Love the format. I hope you guys do, and. You have been listening to True and Unpolished, the podcast. Let's see what happens next.